welcome to this talk from Emmaus Road, a church with congregations in Guildford and Woking in the UK. To find out more about who we are and what we're up to, please visit us online at EmmausRoad.com. Well, this Sunday is Alpha Sunday, and I'm not going to steal any of our thunder. Sammy, come and tell us about Alpha Sunday, and then I know you've got a, you're going to do something a little bit, you're going to do an interview this morning, so um, over to you. <laughs> Thank you. I love Alpha Sunday, because it's when I get to interview some of the really uh, brilliant people that we have as part of our church, and this Sunday is no different. Um, I have three really uh, amazing people that I so thrilled to be introducing you to. My first two guests are just so wonderful. They're long-standing members of Emmaus Road. Chris and Sue Leach have two wonderful daughters, Catherine and Jessica. Chris helped us to establish our Emmaus Road Trust, and then he chaired it for a number of years. He also founded Malbec, which I believe a number of you guys go to, um, middle-aged lads who like to banter and eat curry. Is that right? Sounds really good, but it sounds a little exclusive, girls, doesn't it? Uh, He also... It's on tomorrow night. Thank you, Chris, for the plug. Uh, He also, uh, along with his wife, Sue, they've led a number of collectives, and he's done all of this whilst holding down a pretty impressive job in finance in the city. Sue also has had a job in the city working with Christie's. Uh, She's led... um, evening and daytime collectors, which is pretty good, but she's now pursuing much more um, a prayer ministry uh, line. But they're incredible hosts. Their hospitality is stunning. If ever you get to go round to their house, I recommend it thoroughly. Chris and Sue, come and join me on the stage. Why don't you welcome them? questions for you. Chris, I'll ask, I'll start with you, Chris. So, now you both met in 1995, is that right? Were you both Christians when you met? Uh, It's a great question. I would say in my case, sort of. Um, I grew up in a Christian family. Um, We went to a traditional church, uh, which I attended regularly every Sunday. But as I grew into my late teens, it just seemed to be a bit dry and a bit irrelevant, really, to, to where I was at. So stopped going to church, really, uh, as I left school and transitioned to university. Uh, and then re-engaged uh, when I met Sue. Um, and Sue encouraged me to do an Alpha course, uh, which, which I did in my mid-twenties. And that's really where I met Jesus for the first time. And we've been on a journey ever since. Now, you're, in terms of your faith journey, though, Chris, you've, it's, <laughs> I'm going to stick with you, Chris. Sorry, Sue. I'm going to get to you pretty soon. Um, in terms of your faith journey, as I said, you've had a successful career, wonderful wife, as we'll 
find out pretty Absolutely. soon. <laughs> Two wonderful daughters. It sounds pretty amazing, and I've painted it pretty brilliantly, uh, I hope. Um, great job, great house, great family. But it's not all been plain sailing, has it? You've had some pretty major challenges that have happened in your life, it's safe to say. Could you talk to us a bit about some of that? Yeah, I think, you know, first, we should say that, uh, you know, both Sue and I feel amazingly blessed. Uh, and, you know, uh, to have this community is one of the major blessings we have in our lives. But um, in life's rich tapestry, there are always challenges and, and things to overcome, which is, I guess, what builds character and perseverance. Uh, and I, I chose a couple of things, really, to just elaborate on that and how God was really um, at the heart of those situations. The first was um, when we were in our early 30s, Sue fell pregnant uh, with a baby, uh, which we were overwhelmed and overjoyed about, and um, uh, started making plans as you do. Um, and after eight or nine weeks, um, we had some health issues, Sue had health issues, and actually miscarried. Um, and we were crestfallen at the time and really questioned, God, why did this happen? Why fill us with so much joy uh, and then take it away? And we really battled with that. I certainly battled with that. Uh, but, but thanks to friends and family and their support, um, we muddled through. Um, and if I'm being honest, we only really, I think I only really got over it when Sue fell pregnant again a few months later. Uh, and, and we started on that journey, and then nine months after that, Catherine appeared, uh, which was a real blessing. And it was only after all this had happened that, that really I, um, I worked out maybe what God was doing and thinking, because over the next several years, five, ten years, as friends of ours were falling pregnant, uh, as often happens, some of them experienced what we'd been through. And it was only, I think, having... Um, had that um, sense of, of disappointment and, and grief um, that, that I felt that I could empathize and connect with both the wives and the husbands in that situation. And really, we didn't coin the phrase, but I think it's so apt um, that in God's economy, nothing, no experience is ever wasted. Yeah. And I think it was only through us and me and my personal experience of that miscarriage, mm. which enabled me then to connect with other people and really help them to go through that grieving process themselves. Yeah. The second um, incident that, that I'd highlight was more recently. Um, as you mentioned, uh, I work in London in financial services um, and was responsible at that time for quite a big business outside of North America for a, a global fundraising um, activity. Um, I was traveling out to Asia um, for a week every month to Hong Kong, Japan, China, Jakarta, all different sorts of places. Uh, and in between those weeks in Asia, was flying around Europe doing stuff here and also to the States. Uh, and I ended up getting burnout. Um, I found that I couldn't switch off at night because there was always stuff to do and catch up on. I was completely unfit, I was jet-lagged most of the time, uh, and I was tetchy with the family. 
Um, and that ended up going into a real downward spiral quite rapidly. I didn't sleep. Um, and then I couldn't switch on in the morning as well, and that took a huge amount of effort to get up and get on the train and go to work. And I was completely spent. Um, I would say that my life sort of all the color drained out of my life. There was no joy. Um, even coming to church was a struggle. Um, and that was really tough. The irony in all of that was that I'd never earned as much money as I was then. And I think, again, God has a lesson in all of that. Um, that, A, <clears throat> you can only serve one God in this, in this life. And maybe I was guilty of chasing the wrong God. Uh, and also that he provides more than we'll ever need if we learn to trust in him. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've really learned from that experience, and by his grace, and through friends, and family, and lots of prayer, you know, over the course of the next six to 12 months, I quit my job. I didn't have a plan B to go to. I quit my job, uh, which everyone was scratching their heads about, because mm. it was a good job. Um, and gradually, over time, the color washed gently back into my life. First like a watercolor, and then like a rich oil painting. And by God's grace, that continues. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you, Chris. Sue, just on that, for Sue, that must have been quite a time for you. Um, do you want to share how that time was yeah. for you? Yeah, that was a tough season for both of us, um, and not just for us, for our families as well, our parents. Mm. Um, but God is so amazing. I mean, throughout that period, I mean, I felt incredibly close to him. In fact, I can just remember being on my knees. Um, it was a really powerful experience. Um, but I, it's horrible to see someone you love so much just actually just break down, really. Mm. But um, it was the most incredible period after that, because... Um, God never leaves you alone. When you encounter those periods and you're left, um, it was incredible because Martin Bennett had a time for different reasons where he was around as well. And these two used to go off and have their God times on their dog walks. And uh, it was incredible. I, I love the fact God never leaves you on your own when you're in that situation. There's always someone who pulls alongside you. Um, but for us personally as a family, I had such support as well through um, my collective, the, my girlfriends, my my women's group in the day there. Um, and I don't think, well, I know I couldn't have done it without, I really felt the Lord's presence and Jesus in my life at that time, giving me the strength. Chris had always been sort of head of the family and, and really the strength. And I, it was a season where I then had to show strength and, you know, had the kids growing up. We had loads of stuff going on. But um, the Lord has been so faithful through that and seeing where he's taken Chris and the journey Chris has gone on and how Chris's faith, and um, I think you'd agree completely with this, honey, is totally been... <laughs> Let me speak for him. <laughs> has, been <t> has been totally transformed through that experience, what he went through and where his faith grew. I mean, massively through that experience. Now I'm speaking for him. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Sue, your faith is has always been a you know something that's been amazing and you even led Chris 
to the Lord at the start, but it's safe. You've, you've also had some challenges yourself, particularly this, this year. Am I holding the microphone too low? <laughs> I've just realised. You've had, you've had some health, journeys, health challenges yourself this yeah. year, haven't you? Can you talk about that too? Yeah. Um, I'd always had, for the last five or so years, a bad back. It stems from a child, I now know, from a childhood problem with my hips. But um, uh, I'd constantly do a back injury, then try and get fit, do a back injury. And um, late last year... I um, was doing some exercise and I ended up with a, a prolapsed disc, um, which I battled through from, say, November to... But in the new year, it just was terrible. Basically, um, I had sciatica down the leg, so it wasn't really a back problem, but the nerve was being pinched, the whole nerve that ran down my leg. So I had the most excruciating pain. I mean, I laugh because <laughs> I'd rather pop out children than go through that pain. Um, it was the most severe pain I've ever experienced in my life, and it was constant. I couldn't sit for three months because I, j I just couldn't sit. Um, and it was, seemed quite cruel because when I tried to lie down, it was worse when I got up, and the mornings were just horrendous. The first hour or so, I, um, I just thought I was going to pass out or faint. Chris had to go in slightly later. It changed our whole... That was another thing. This changed how we did life in a way. Chris had to take Jesse down to the bus stop because I, because I couldn't sit, I couldn't drive, um, and so I was really majority of the time housebound because I couldn't drive, I couldn't sit. So I stood for three months, um, and yeah, the Lord did a lot of work in me in that time. Um, I've always been quite self-sufficient. I, I think a lot of us are, if we're honest, we try and be self-sufficient, and just look after ourselves. Um, and in the past where people have battled, I've loved to help people. But I found it really hard asking for help. And the Lord was definitely doing something with self-sufficiency, stripping that back and having us stop, me in particular. But even though it was a horrendous time with pain, the Lord was so close. Mm. He spoke to me so powerfully mm. in so many ways. Um, and it's that busyness we all seem to have in this world where we're chasing around. But actually, when we have to stop, I mean, he's amazing. We, all we need to do is just speak to him. And he, he always speaks. It's, it's amazing. But we don't give ourselves enough time in our days to do that, to really just rest in his presence. Um, and so for me, that season was, again, an incredible time of community. Uh, Jesus... Uh, talks of, you know, in the Bible the whole time. It's about, this, that's what church is. It's a community of people who are there for each other. And I love that. Um, I couldn't drive, so I couldn't take the children to school, which, to be honest, I'd often found a chore, another job to do. And I realized how much I missed that time in the car with them, how valuable that time was, just when you're uninterrupted, just you and the children. Um, for you who do the, you, all those who do the school run, just try to appreciate that because I'd never thought of it that way. That uninterrupted time where they can't go anywhere, where you've got time to actually talk to them. <laughs> it's precious. You only realize it afterwards how precious that time is. Um, and so I couldn't do that. And I see how community came together. I mean, again, I mean, there were lots of people who came to help do food shops, do different things. Um, but, I mean, I'll give one example. I don't know why, Martin, I'm mentioning you again. But where we've all come together as a community and helped each other, I mean, 
Chris would meet Martin at Bramley petrol station and he would do a round trip of at least half an hour out of his way to take Catherine to school on certain mornings. My parents, my mum and dad would do the same. I mean, it's incredible. I found that really hard, just having to ask for help. Um, but there's a real blessing in that. Um, and I see that was, I think, pride, an element of pride that the Lord has stripped me of, that we are meant to work as community. Um, that's what the Lord asks of us. And, and it's so precious when you are in a community like that. That's wonderful. So you've had challenges. You've seen God come through with friends. Um, over the years, have you seen God answer prayer? Has there been a sort of with your faith and this whole understanding of, you know, you're walking with God, has, has he answered prayers for you? Okay, it's me again. <laughs> um, yes, I've seen God answer lots of prayers. I've also wondered sometimes where God was in my prayers. Um, and actually, some of them, looking back, the incredible thing is where I've prayed for things and been quite upset when things haven't happened. But then looking back, and I can think of many examples, where I see that actually what I wanted wasn't what the Lord wanted. And he had better plans. And I've seen that many times. Um, one example of answered prayer that I think of right now is many years ago, Chris and I, just after we'd had Catherine, our first child, um, she, my parents looked after her, and we went out to South Africa. And we were traveling from uh, one part of South Africa up to almost the Botswana border. Uh, and we were on a dust road, um, which we'd been on for about four hours. And um, for those of you who know, those roads just go on and on and on, and it just can be quite straight and just... To be honest, I think we were getting a bit fed up. But anyway, we were driving along and we ended up skidding. We were in a rental car and we went from one side of the road to the other, to the other, and finally flipped upside down. But prior to this, I had had a sense very much in, in the UK that, you know, it wasn't just Chris and I anymore. We had another little person who we were responsible for as parents and all that that, that came with. Um, and I remember being in collective and really praying, asking the Lord for protection over that time that we were out there because I knew we were traveling from certain places. And I think of that collective and how my group of women friends prayed before we went and while we were away. Um, anyway, so we, when we flipped upside down, I remember the first thing was just obviously after undoing your seatbelts and dropping down and taking bits of glass out of our feet, the initial, whew, the, that it didn't, the petrol tank hadn't exploded. But... The point was we hadn't seen another car for, as I say, about three hours at least out of the four-hour journey. And we tried to open the car doors and we couldn't get out. We were, it was jammed. Um, we tried a few times, couldn't get out. And I remember praying. We were praying and praying, Lord, we've, how do we get out of this situation? There's really nothing around. Um, and suddenly a car came along out of nowhere um, and a chap climbed out, and he was trying to get us out. He said, this, these doors are not opening. We can't get out. I'll have to go and try and find someone or get something. And he went off, and um, while he had gone, I prayed again. I was like, Lord, please, would you help us? And we opened, the door opened, literally just tried it again. <laughs> Everyone had tried it. Um, and the door opened, and I often think, Lord, you were so in that situation. I'd love to, love to know what really happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Amazing. Guys, you're, you're, you're both a real inspiration. It's just lovely. I love it when talking with you both. You just, 
there's, you've got stories, you've got a wealth of experience, you just are a great couple. What would you say, what would your advice be to people here? Maybe this is their first time at church, maybe they don't know what this whole Christianity thing is, maybe they, they just don't know Jesus. What would your advice be to people here, maybe for the first time? I think it's really simple, um, and if there's one message that I could leave anyone here that's that's uh, considering faith and church and, and what, what it all means is to trust in God. Trust in God, and your life will be transformed. Um, he is perfect love. We all have friends and family. Who are wonderful, but no one's perfect except for Jesus. And if you put your faith in God, uh, then it will open up so many avenues and possibilities. Um, your life will be transformed. Amazing. Uh, mine, I just, my passion is for people to know their true identity in Christ. That, that's what I wish everyone would know, because when we know that, who we are in, with Christ in us, we can fulfill our true purpose in life and our, find our true identity. It goes back to what Mike said, that cloak can fall off, because when you know who you are in Christ and Christ is in you, and you know that he has perfect plans for you. It doesn't mean you won't go through hardships or haven't come from situations that have been terrible. But when you know that, Jesus is with you. And it's not, just, it's not just head knowledge. It's from the heart when you experience Jesus. And if there are people out here who don't know Jesus, I just give it a chance. Just ask him into your life. If you're feeling at all, it's, it's so simple. It's really simple. It's just asking him in. Um, yeah, and that would be my, yeah. Amazing. And would you recommend the Alpha course? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I've done it. Yeah, I mean, as I, as I said earlier, it's a, it's a great way to, to start a relationship with God. I mean, it's, it's not difficult. I'd encourage anyone that's wavering um, and thinking that's not for me, just give it a go. Um, Go to the first week, uh, and I can guarantee if you go there with an open heart and an open mind, uh, you'll have an amazing experience, and you'll start an incredible journey. Guys, thank you so, so much. It's been lovely <laughs> hearing from you. doing well today, aren't I? Before I welcome my next guest, I want you to watch a quick video. Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Robbie. And we did the Alpha course about three years ago, and now we run one of the groups at Alpha. Life before Alpha, um, a few months before Alpha, we we, we spoke to Robbie's mum and dad about, um, about Christianity because they were Christians and we weren't Christians at the time. We spoke to them a lot about, um, about what it is to be a Christian. We were both really interested in it, weren't mm. we? So we weren't Christians and 
we'd had sort of, uh, I don't know, I suppose what you call a Holy Spirit moment. Mm. Um, but we had a lot of questions. Mm. And then my parents sort of directed us to Alpha. Mm. And I can't remember what year we did it. Was it the 2015 year? Maybe 2015, yeah. And um, yeah, we went along and we just talked everyone's ears off. Mm. Um, but then started to get some of the answers we were looking for. It was a crazy whirlwind after we did Alpha. Like, you know, we, we made a commitment at the end of Alpha. We, I think we got baptised the year after. Yeah. And then yeah. we got married the year after that. And it was just, we just dove in headfirst into the church. We loved it. And, um, and now we actually run uh, one of the groups at Alpha. Now we actually lead at Alpha, which is amazing because we loved it so much. We wanted, you know, we wanted to be able to give back to Alpha because it was such a good thing for us. I think it's a, a, a good place to sort of help you stop treading water mm. in life. Mm. Um, I know I was probably someone who liked to say, well, that's nice for you, but not really for me. Mm. Um, and it wasn't so much that it just was for me, it just completely reset the way I see the world in, a, in such a great way and in, a, in such a life-changing way that I just, to, I don't know, to go your life and, and to not even really confront these kinds of questions, uh, I would have regretted it so much and I'm very glad that I did. So how to introduce Holly. Holly, as you'll have seen, I first met Holly when she burst through the doors of Alpha a couple of years ago, and I'm so glad she is. She did. Holly has an infectious enthusiasm for life and a love for Jesus that's just incredible. She loves people. She draws alongside them, and she makes them feel special. Holly is a singer. She teaches singing. And so please welcome her. You're going to love her. Here's Holly back. So, Holly, <laughs> welcome. Hello. Hello, hello. So, Holly, what made you go to Alpha in the first place? So, um, when I first met Robbie, we were at ACM across the road. And... Um, he was just really wild and really fun. Um, and yeah, I mean, I just, we just like hit off straight away. But we were both really wild. We both loved partying, loved going out, having fun. And, um, and we were both just kind of, yeah, just like lost about, we didn't really know our identities, both just tr constantly trying to find out who we were, um, you know, like getting really drunk all the time and just like just literally just wanting to find out who we really were. Um, and when we met Robbie's, when I met Robbie's family, I mean, I was assuming, I was, I was thinking that I was going to meet this like wild family, this really crazy loud family, but his family are so quiet and reserved. I was, I couldn't believe it. We came around there for dinner and they were like, just going to say grace before dinner. And I was like, oh my gosh, what is this? And I realized that they were Christians, found out they were Christians, and I, I couldn't believe it, because Robbie was just the opposite of, of that. I just did not think that was, I thought he was adopted, like, you know, I literally <laughs> did not think that was him. So I was, I was really intrigued. I, I, I just couldn't really believe it, that they, they took so much of their life, like, they went to church every Sunday, 
and oh. they really believed in this. And I, I, I just, I mean, we, we, I questioned it all the time. I just, I don't, I don't know how they can actually believe this. Like, how have I gone from my whole life and not, like, you know, even touched on this? How do they, how do they believe it? Um, so I was really, really intrigued. Um, but as our relationship went on, um, you know, we, it, we, it got quite rocky and quite hectic. And you know, we just both just. Um, trying to find out who we really were but it just it just got rocky and things weren't things weren't great for us and um yeah so I remember I remember really struggling with my identity that was a big thing for me like I really wanted to know who I was and I was just desperate for likes and desperate for you know just for everyone to think that I was gorgeous I was just desperate for that I mean <laughs> I don't worry about yeah. it anymore but <laughs> but no I um but yeah so I so I, anyway, so I said to Robbie's mum and dad, like, I want to know what this, you know, this confidence that you have in, in Jesus and God, I, I want to know what this is. I was interested in it. So they said, I really think you guys should do an ALF course. Um, yeah, so that's why we... Amazing. So you went along? Yes. What happened? So, um, so anyway, we rocked up. We debated whether we were going to go or not. We were like, oh, they're going to judge us. It's going to be like, you know, it's really clicky, really happy clappy. Um, but anyway, we turned up late and we were just, we yeah. were both really embarrassed that we were late. So we just rocked up like, hi, sorry, we're late. We're here. You know, it's, it's just the way it is. So we just, you know, we just, we, we were just embarrassed. So we thought we'd go in really cocky. Um, but you know what? We, we were, <laughs> more like that. We were, Hello. Hi, we're here. We were met with, with open arms. Everyone was so friendly. Young people, old people. It was a real mixture of people, just not what we expected at all. Free food. That was a big, that was a big reason why, why we ended up going in the end, actually. Um, but the food, yeah, food was amazing. And yeah, I mean, we, we just didn't feel judged. We felt loved. We felt as though we could say anything we wanted. And we could ask any question. There was no question that was you know, offend, too offensive or anything like that, because, you know, we, we were you just tried. desperate to know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we, we, just, we just went for it. I mean, we did, we did take over the group. I'm really sorry if there's anyone here that were in our group and that still have questions, because we, we did take over. Um, but, yeah, we, we loved it. And ev every single week, we'd, we'd argue on the way to Alpha. We're not going, we're not going, we're not going. And then when we get there, we'd love it. And on the way home, we'd just be in awe of what we'd heard. And just in awe of the love that we'd had from people. Everyone just Aww. loved us. They, they didn't care what we'd been up to that weekend, or they didn't care what, you know, what was going, what, you know, they didn't care about anything. They just, they just loved us and for who, who we were, you know. So we, we made some really amazing friends. And, yeah, we loved it. We absolutely Aww. loved it. That's so lovely. So what, what difference has Jesus made in your life? So... Obviously, going along, obviously being in the Alpha course and stuff, I we warmed to the idea of of Jesus and God, and you know I had no experience of this beforehand, so I felt like it was quite a simple thing, um, just saying, okay, Jesus, if you're there, come into my life, kind of thing, and um, the difference that it's made has been massive. So I. A huge thing for me has been identity. Like, I know, I mean, what Sue said earlier about identity, it was just nail on the head. I know who I am. I know why I was made. I know I have a purpose. Mm. I have a plan. Someone, someone has made me specifically the way I am. I act certain ways because, because I was made that way. And 
I know that there's a purpose for me in my life. I know that God is excited about me. And I feel that in me. I feel his excitement about me, which is so cool. And, and now I can walk around with my head held high, knowing that I'm loved and that, that, that I have a purpose, which is huge, absolutely huge. And, um, and now I get to tell people how loved they are and how on purpose they're made and how you know, how God loves them and how actually just how, how career is such a small thing and how money is just so not important. Like just learning all these life lessons that actually we have been put on this earth for a really, really good reason and that life is just so good when you know, when you know that truth. Yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. So it's good, isn't it? <laughs> So what would you say to someone maybe here wondering what Christianity is all about? I would say that um, Christianity is quite a scary word. When I hear of Christianity, I think of religion. And I think religion is a scary word because it was never that for me. It was never religion. It was never going to church every Sunday. It was, it was nothing about that for me. It was about having a relationship with the person who created me, created this world. Um, so I think Christianity is quite scary. I would say to somebody that don't worry about the word Christianity, that actually it's, it's Jesus and it's, it's God it's, it's, and he loves you. It's, it's as simple as a relationship. It's, it's a relationship with Jesus and it's because he's real and he's there and he will, he will make you feel amazing and he will love you and just, he will be able to give you confidence like you've never had it from, from anywhere before. He... he is just amazing and that's what it is I think it's it's as simple as a relationship amazing <laughs> so how has your life changed as a result of becoming a Christian so I would say my relationships with my friends has changed I feel like it's stronger deeper I you know when my friends now have things that they struggle with, I feel like I can practically do something now in, like, prayer. Yeah. I feel like prayer is just so key uh, to life. And, you know, when, when someone says, oh, you know, I'm really struggling with this, yeah, you can be there for them. But to have that extra thing that you can do, I can actually go away and pray for them. And, and my friends, you know, have, have really enjoyed it when I've prayed for them before. They've, you know, felt really loved through that. Um, my relationship with my family has changed a lot. Like, a real just, just deepening relationships have deepened you know, rather than you know, being being in competition with people now, I just I just want to love them, and I, and that is that is Jesus in me that wants to love them. There's a new sense of love for people that I didn't I just didn't have that before, just didn't care before, and um, yeah, just a new sense of love, and um, yeah, that's that's been amazing. Should I talk about yeah what okay. I've done? Yeah. Okay. Please. So. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, obviously, being able to go back and do and, and you know, lead on Alpha has been amazing just because I wanted to be able to just tell as many people as possible that they're loved and that Jesus loves them. Um, so that's been amazing. Uh, a huge thing recently was that I was able to go out to Ibiza 24-7 prayer, which was incredible. <laughs> that was so amazing. Um, being able to go out on the streets of Ibiza to these people that are, where I, I just would have been, where... And, you know, just being able to tell young girls, young guys, 
that they're so loved and that they're on purpose and that it doesn't matter what they're doing, it doesn't matter where they are, but they're loved. And Jesus loves them as they are right now. And they just couldn't believe it. Being able to tell people who are like, you know, off their face on care. No, Jesus loves you right now. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He loves you right now. And people, and they're just like, how, you know, how? And people being emotional, you know, being able to tell gay guys, he loves you right now. He loves you. Being able to tell that to them was amazing. And their faces, their reactions were, were amazing because they were all, it was, and it was the love. It was Jesus' love. That, you know, and actually being able to pray for them, that was massive. You know, and just making it as simple as, oh, I can pray for you if you want. Yeah, great. And some of them go like this. <laughs> some of them would like this. Or, or they just stare you straight in the face and you're just, just praying for them and it's great. And, um, and literally just a simple prayer like, you know, thank you so much for Chrissy. Lord, we just bless her. She's amazing. Amen. And then they're like, oh, my gosh. That was incredible. And they, they just don't know what it is. And it's, and it's amazing. And just being able to do that was huge, huge oh. for me. Stunning. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you and Robbie. Yeah. You started Alpha. You were going out. You're now married. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie sadly can't be here today. No. Where is he? He's shooting a music video. Well, no, he's in the music video. Yeah. With his, With his band, Employed to Serve. If you like heavy metal, then um, <laughs> have a listen. It will, it will shock you. <laughs> but listen, do it anyway, because it's... It's fun. <laughs> um, very, very cool. But so, yeah, otherwise Robbie would have been here too. But <laughs> so you and Robbie are now married. Yes, we are. And so that's just so great. Why don't you talk to us a bit about that, how God's brought you through and what you're up to? Yeah, so I oh, know I can't really believe I'm married, to be honest. Um, so, yeah, he has really, really changed our relationship. I mean, my friends will just see how our relationship has changed drastically. You know, going just going from screaming at each other all the time. Just just, just a toxic relationship. Um, God has really, really been in our relationship. It's been a journey. You know, we did the marriage course, the marriage prep. We did the marriage course. Just learning about how you can involve God in your relationship. And now... I mean, God is the center of our relationship. And the love I have for Robbie now is just so much stronger and deeper because, I, because of the love I know from God. But also, I know that Robbie doesn't complete me as well. Like, actually, yeah, it is God first. Good. Like, putting God first helps me so much more. I, just, I trust Robbie. I know that he's a human being that makes mistakes. You know, we all make mistakes. But it's, it's about putting God first in our relationship has been huge for us. Amazing. And being able to, you know, being able to just... And now, you know, we, we ask God constantly, like, what do you want for us as a couple? Where do you want us to go? What do you want us to do? Just giving up control and giving it over to him has been so freeing because the plans that we've had for our life have been limiting. You know, we ask God what he wants and they're so much more exciting than we could have ever imagined. How brilliant is that? <laughs> Love that. Wonderful. So, for you've you've done Alpha. Mm -hmm. You've seen your life changed. Yeah. You've everything's changed. Your marriage changed. Would you recommend Alpha? Yes. I would. I would recommend it. Um, it's so cool. It's such a cool place to make friends, um, have really, really good food. And to be honest, you're not going to lose. You're not going to. The food is, is a thing. A lot here. The food is a thing. Um, 
So you're, you're not, you're not going to lose anything from it. You'll only gain from it. And, you know, you might walk away from it thinking, there are a whole load of cl happy, clappy people. But, you know, I really just think it's, it's, it's a place where you can ask the questions that you've been wanting to ask, really. Why am I here? What, what is the point in me being here? Uh, what have I got to give? You know, like, it's, it's such a great place to just ask the big questions that you want to ask. But you will be so loved by the people there. I will be there. So... <laughs> Yay. And I love you. So um, yeah, it's 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 a great. It's just it's just a really really great experience. Really great experience. Wonderful. Do it. Yeah. Holly, thank you. That's thank been amazing. You. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. So as we said, Alpha starts 9th of October in Guildford, 10th of October in Woking. We would love to see you there. I don't think there's anything more that I can say other than if you are interested, if you've got someone that you know that would be interested, we would love to have you come along and join us. The alpha um, information is all on our website, EmmausRoad.com. Please sign up. On the information point, there are flyers all about it. Do invite a friend. Come along. We look forward to seeing you there. Thanks so much. That fun. That was great, Holly. And Chris and uh, Sue. <laughs> you know, when, like, it was the puppy was up at three o'clock this morning. I'm blaming the puppy for everything. Um, okay, um, why don't we stand together? Um, just as we go, just, just in case you're wondering, um, so you would have got the vague gist of it, but basically if you go to Alpha, you, you don't have to go, you go for one week, and if you don't like it, you never have to come back. Holly is not going to come and find you. <laughs> well, she might do. <laughs> um, but you go, you, you get put in a group, and the point of a group is so that you can talk about uh, stuff. You'll have a meal together, and then you'll either watch a talk or you'll listen to a talk, and then you talk about it. And you're free to agree with it. You're free to disagree with it. You're free to say, that's amazing. You're free to say, that's a load of rubbish. Uh, but it's just a space. We don't often, in our culture increasingly, where we're sort of increasingly polar about things and binary, it's a great place to just say, well, I'm not actually sure what I think about that. Sammy hosts it brilliantly. And it's just an amazing way to spend a couple of hours on a Wednesday night, Tuesday night, Tuesday night. <laughs> It's the puppy, yeah, it's the puppy. It's the puppy. Um, let me just pray for us as we go from here. Father, thank you so much. Lord, I love hearing, we love hearing about how you change people's lives, how you know people and how you love them and how your great desire is for them to know how much they are known and how greatly they are loved by you. And Lord, wherever we are on that journey, thank you that you are waiting for us just to say, I don't know what this, this means, but I'm in. So with that in mind, I don't know if there's anybody here. And uh, you, maybe you've been brought by a friend. Maybe you just wandered through the door to see what on earth was going on. Um, and what you've heard, you think, do you know what? I don't know a lot, but I think I'm in. I think I, I want this relationship that Holly talked about, that Chris and Sue talked about, that Sammy talked about. So if that's you, um, you just need to decide. And you can either decide now and I'm going to lead a prayer that you can pray or you can come along to Alpha and find out more. So this is the prayer. Now, if you want to pray this, uh, maybe 
for the first time, or maybe you've just thought, you know, my relationship with Jesus is just a bit all over the place, and I just want to start again, have another go. Uh, then you just echo this prayer in your heart, then come and chat to Sammy, and, uh, and come along uh, to Alpha. So here's the prayer. Just repeat this in your heart. Jesus, thank you that you know me. And thank you that you love me. Thank you that you love me so much that you came and you died in my place. So that I could be forgiven for the stuff that I've done that's been wrong. I'm sorry for the way that my decisions sometimes have hurt you and they've hurt me and they've hurt other people. Please forgive me. And I just want to say I'm in. Amen.